There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Wow. Look at us. Hanging out. Just like old times. Wow. It's fun, isn't it? Ah, man. Jason, you good in Pittsburgh? Wow. I know I can count on you in listening. That's why I give you a shout-out. Oh, sometimes you give someone a shout-out, they don't listen. You're like, yeah, forget it. Through. No more shout-outs. Of course I kid. All right, let me move on because James Adomian is our guest. And let me tell you something. He is fucking hilarious. Like, it's out of goddamn control. So I don't want to get in the way of it. So, um, hello. And all I want to do is promote this thing that I'm doing tomorrow night. Because today is the year 2020. Is I think Jimmy Pardo would say it like that. And, you know, I don't want someone to hear this podcast later and think, wait, is this... Is he promoting this thing tomorrow? No, it's the year 2020. And uh, I'm doing a show on tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, which is Saturday. And it's uh, the, no, the No Thanks Christmas Spectacular. And it's my, it's my friend Jimbo, uh, as, I, as um, I met him in San Diego, through Jake Adams, I think. Or maybe it was John Byron Wagner. I forget. But anyway, he put together a really cool show. Like, I saw the lineup, and it's a really nice lineup, and it's called the No Thanks Christmas Spectacular. I'm just doing 10 minutes. I'll probably do 15. And I think it's going to be a well-put-together show. Okay, let me not get in the way of the show today. That's all for that. So um, enjoy it. Like, really enjoy it. Like, I want you to just be as present as I was because it was, it was so much fun. So, enjoy the great James Adomian. I can't get enough of this podcast. It's the Todd Glass Show. Baby, don't you know the producer sits behind glass? It's the Todd hey, Glass Show. He does now. He does. Well, you're not. Oh, James, it's a 
What? James Adomi is the guest. Here we go. Yeah, Nick fell asleep in here, drove me up the wall. It was two years ago tomorrow. <laughs> wow. It's exciting. This show is different than other shows because it's like a real show. I'm just saying what I read. Eric Olson. James Adomi is the guest. And then we fade into the show. Max Beasley is here. That was a throwback from probably five years ago. Joe McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen. I know he listens every week, and I just wanted to say that you are loved. James. He listens every week? Yeah. You always have to fade the music out. A bad fade into the show, that's the difference between a good show and a bad show. You... You've got a gradual fade finger. Yeah. Originally, it was an injury. <laughs> you know, uh, I used to uh, hate when I was like a kid, you know, K-Earth 101. There was a time when they got really bad squeezing too many ads into the radio, the oldie station. Mm-hmm. And they would zip out of the end of a song, like a famous song. Oh. Like they'd be playing. Is there a way that you could play the end of Sitting on the Dock of the Bay to tell you what I'm talking about? Yeah, the Otis yeah. Redding song? Yeah. This the, guy. The end of it. But not. I'll, I'll just like give me the last uh, 30 seconds of it. You got it. Todd, volume. You got it. <laughs> All right. And well, then when I. I'll cue, I'll, cue, I'll cue you to show you when hey, these do assholes. It on, do it on here. Let's build this bit. We build bits in front of the audience. Matter of fact, we're the first show. It's called Build the Bit in Front of the Audience. Okay, turn. His own. Okay, Hello. Uh, you want the last 30 seconds? Yeah, it's the real Dodd Steele. Like here with 101. Hold on. Can you put. You're it, listening to the real Dodd. Hold on. Hold on. Pause the, hold the music for one second. Can you put his through the house? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Max. One, two. It's a little louder. Hold on, a little more. Oh, before it's that. All the way. Before that. Yours is all the way. Do it here. Do it here. Here you go. Here you go. You're listening to K Earth 101 with a real Don Steele. It's 17 minutes past the right hour again, here. Try it again. I, no. I should have been on it. Do it again. They would cut it off right when the whistling started. And you're like, <laughs> no, there's a whole measure of whistling. Hold on. You tell me when to cut it off. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. Play it again. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Max, don't, don't let me throw too much at you. His, his microphone, that's as loud as that can go. Let me hear yours through the house. Goodbye, your, goodbye, goodbye. No, goodbye. your phone, your phone. I didn't even try it. Hello, hello. I don't hear it at all. Oh, it's on mute. There you go. Oh, okay. There it is. Oh, now put it through the house. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the real Don Steele, K-Earth 101. Okay. All right. So edit, what do you think of that? Yeah, yeah. Edit to edit all that shit out. Nah, we leave it all in. People like to see it build. This is what most shows would show. This is how most shows would do it. No yeah. bullshit. They go like this. Oh, you were talking about the uh, the way those old days with those guys when they used to jam in the commercials? <laughs> yeah, they go like a K- oldie station, K Earth One Hundred One. When I was a kid, there was a time when they were trying to squeeze in too many ads, right, Todd? Oh, uh, yeah, because they would they would uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And they would start cutting into the song just to get to more ads. So it would be like Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. Listen to the real Don Steele here, Kayers. What? Who wants to listen to some whistling from Otis Redding? Who wants to listen to whistling from Otis Redding? You know what I'm talking about. I sound like Tom Lyons all of a sudden. 
you won't Wait, get no. a lemon. Hold on. Oh, I think I have you two. I wouldn't have got a lemon. I have you two left. of orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Maybe bring him down a little. I wouldn't have got a lemon. I'm sorry. Um, you, that was uh, one of their ads. Uh, that somebody got paid to write that. Somebody got paid to write that little jingle for them. It was, you know, what it was written. It was written in. Uh, <laughs> I love how you're using the phone for no reason. Listen, pal, I'm the, I'm the station director at K Earth 101. Oh, I'm, I'm working at K Earth. Hey, okay. you're doing a question the way I do business. Let me tell you. Well, something, we're pal. on a break. I don't need to be yelled at. I have to get back on the air in a good mood. I have 17 commercials playing before I get back to four oldies. <laughs> Let me tell you something, pal. Bring him down a little I more. I, Toyota of Orange has built K-Earth 101. You know what they did? They they did that ad. Wait, where? what's this bit? I'm lost. What? It's the end. Well, you won't get a lemon. I wouldn't have got a lemon. You know how much that ad costs? Hold on, cost? hold on, hold on. That ad costs $400 and a, oh. and a gong. And guess what? I have to Toyota get the, Orange sells nothing oh, but lemons. Hold on. I have to get this right. He is loud, so let's bring him down. And by the way, your loud is great. I love you. I wish people were as excited when I was going somewhere as I was when me and Max are getting ready for you to come here. We're like, we're just going to... So don't ever feel like... I like I like to clear out at the top of the podcast anybody that doesn't <laughs> like things. Anybody that's going to be like, I don't like it. Get Go, get go away. Right. Go away early yeah. on. Oh, they're too loud. It's modulating. Yeah, we're fixing it in, in real time. This isn't like those other stinking shows that edit this stuff out. We're brave enough to say, yeah, things go wrong, but we fix them. We come back in clean. There's only two things you should be doing while listening to the Todd Glass Show. One of them is yeah. if you work in like an art warehouse, mm -hmm. like an art studio, mm -hmm. and you're screen printing, you're doing carpentry or something, and you put something on for five hours while you need to get some work done. Yes. So it's half an episode of the Todd Glass Show. Right. So that gets you through <laughs> two days of work. <laughs> the only other thing, the only other thing is if you're in full body traction, Recovering from a, a motorcycle accident, mm -hmm. and you can't get up to turn it off, and this helps you pass the time. This is the, what this show is for. That's what the show is. Maybe for. that's not for you. That's not a bad thing. You don't have to criticize it. This show is for people in body casts, or what was the other thing? <laughs> <laughs> There's not much for people who work. You know, work in art studios. They're working hard, like they're they're cutting wood, doing carpentry. By the way, you hear thunder now? Off. Do you hear the thunder? No. Yeah, it's thundered out. It's crazy. I love it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You're talking about people that work in art studios. Yeah, they cut their fingers off and everything. Oh, wait. And they listen to the Todd Glass show? Yeah, because they say they they go, you know what? I don't like that. And then they cut one of their fingers off. So, oh, I have fans, artistic fans. <laughs> you have artistic, uh, injurious fans. Well, I don't want anyone to cut their fingers off, but it is sort of sexy in a way that somebody would... No, it's not. It's not. Somebody would cut their foot off. If you're going to really show an artist you like them, you cut both your feet off and both your hands. Then you send them that. That says love. And then you show up at the front door and say, now you got to help me out. I can't make a living. Yeah, come on. What did you do to me? My, my love for you. My love for you. So, James. Nice setup you got here. Uh, thank you. You want to talk about your experience so far? Tell the audience so they know? Well. How were you treated from the moment you got here? Be real, James. Don't be afraid to be real. Because okay. I'm not afraid to be real. All right. Okay. Be real. I'll be real. You so get nervous around me a little, I think, because I'm so real. <laughs> Well, I've always intimidated you. You've always looked up to me, and I know Ooh, I, I, I know I intimidate you a little bit. Do you intimidate me? Um, no. You get your your anxiousness gets me very excited see, because I love it. He's he's talking a cool game, but if you see him right now, he's like he's like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. His knees are knocking together. <laughs> J J J J J J. When did you get started? Oh, 
<laughs> uh, 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 no, let's I not. came over. I came over here. This guy's I, not have doesn't have a speech impediment. He's just excited. That's why the bits okay. All my bits are good. I can write them any way I want them. So I write them nice. Back to you, James. <laughs> Todd was very welcoming. Come over. It's so you know what? Honestly, it's great. We built a cap. Everything's you know it's wonderful. We uh, the social distancing. There's nobody has to touch anything. Can I, you want me then to we, be honest with you? We built wood. We there's a. There's a vestibule. There's a little vestibule. You come in. Nobody. There's no contact with anybody. I I get in here. There's been nothing but contact. He touched me five <laughs> That's times. That's not true. He touched me underneath my pants. All oh, right. Now, now why do you have in, to be dirty? Now I'm in here. I'm in, I'm stuck in this plastic dungeon, and I can't get out. God damn it. Let me out. It's like the scene in Goldfinger where the gangsters are locked in, and they're like, "Let us out of here, Goldfinger." Can I tell you something? I'm being honest. Oh, truth, no, truth. That means to George Carlin. Okay. I don't think you're that strict. I can tell you came in here. You didn't seem to appreciate, which is fine. You can always tell the way someone's living outside of here by like how they take in the the safeness that I have. It. You know, no one's. In other words, no one's been like, "Oh, you have dividers." <laughs> but I can tell when they come in. <laughs> and you know you don't seem to like you would have come if you were in the same room with no, me. I, I have think, a feeling. No, would you I have would, done? No, I wouldn't have done that. I swear in fact, to, God, to I, truth. Yeah, for sure. And I think that. Okay. I I certainly would have done, would not have done that because I know you know people don't know this and you're a great guy. I love you, but you're a filthy guy. You're a dirty okay. guy. I hope I didn't insult yeah. you. No, you're a dirty. I tell it like it is. You're a dirty guy. You're a dirty <laughs> filthy fuck. And, uh, and one thing that, you know, I wish that you'd had this set up from all the other times I did the podcast <laughs> before coronavirus, because now, see, I can't smell hate my you. Life. I hate my life. I, I love my life. I love my <laughs> life. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't smell you now because they got the dividers in the room. Well, that I do have a, I got to be honest. I know it smells good, what I smell like, because I smelled it on somebody. It just smelled clean. I go through sometimes, I'm not joking, a bottle every two months. Of candles? No. Liquid candles. No, a type of uh, a, a clone. Oh, a clone. <laughs> Liquid candle? Why do you have to make your candles? Like, yeah, you who. So you have cologne in your candle. I forget it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm not stupid. I know it's not going to go anywhere. I don't want to talk about it. I want to talk to you. Now, listen. Do you care? I, I am glad you're here. So so when you, you're, you, you would say a reenactment, you could. Do me if you want. I mean, that's always a treat. When you came here, you felt like uh, I gave you a hot towel. Yeah, How he goes, hey, you want to, you want to, you want a whiskey with some apple cider? I got an apple cider and some whiskey. Stay here. You, you stay here. And he locked me in. <laughs> he locked lock me in. in. It was forty-five minutes later, <laughs> and he came back with a. Well, I got a call. He came back with a cold towel and a whiskey with no apple cider, and the ice had <laughs> melted. Okay, listen, I didn't have ice. <laughs> apple cider is hard to get. I forgot I didn't, and. Uh, the towel was hot, but I got a call. Mr. Oh, excuse me, the President of the United States is here. I got to treat you like royalty. You mean Donald Trump, the re-elected President of the United States, wow. called you? What, you? Name one thing. No, because I don't want to start a political you were hoping, discussion. You were, no, no, no. You were it. hoping. You said the President of the United States thinking it was going to be a generic president. <laughs> <laughs> right, you right. wanted it to be like right. a fictional president. Right. Like, I'm, I, I'm President Herman Humphrey. I did the same thing, but then I went, when you say president, now you think of Donald Trump like a big schlub coming in the room. You wanted the president like if you were... Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Todd, we're uh, listening to your podcast. And, uh, Can you get some reverb, please? We feel... Yeah, yeah. No, back... Oh, in that, the, phone, the, the mic's fine. Oh, this is the upper White House for oh, Glass, please. Oh, is this John F. Kennedy? Well, the, Mr. President Kennedy's on the line. 
Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Hello? Is, is, is this Mr. Glass? Hold on. Is this Mr. Oh, I can't hold on. I'm the President of the United States. Uh, President John F. Kennedy. You can take it out of the house if you want to. I can't believe it. Uh, Jackie put me on hold. He's talking to somebody else about some kind of reverb. Oh, in the room. <laughs> oh hi, Mr. I'm a very busy man, you understand, Mr. Glass. Why is there reverb in here? Oh, there we go. He's talking about reverb. Lyndon. <laughs> Lyndon, would you stop pointing that gun at me? Todd, hold on, hold Todd, on. every day hold I hear in the White House, Lyndon Johnson, hold my up. vice president, is trying to point a gun at me. I, I, put that gun away, Lyndon. Mr. Kennedy, I totally apologize. I'm actually doing a podcast, and I am honored beyond belief to get your call. Is this really the presi uh, President Kennedy? Yes, this is President John F. Kennedy, and look, we, we're, we're very inspired by the work you're doing oh, in the... Oh, thank you. ...in the uh, 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 fiber-optic cable uh, telephonic uh, radio programs uh, that you call these podcasts. Thank you. We were wondering if we could use this technology to uh, try to destabilize the Castro regime. There's, I can't ad-lib about that. I know nothing. Okay. Well, oh yeah. Sounds, oh no. Never mind. Yes, I can. Okay. Well, well it no, sounds like we sounds no, no. like we. Uh, Mr. Kennedy. This is a, a waste of everyone's time. Okay. No, it isn't. I have a question to ask you. I think no one's asked you ever. Okay. He's turning the tables on me. Uh, what type of product do you use in your hair? It always looks so nice. I'll tell you exactly what kind of product I use in my hair. It's uh, it's a Dapper Dan. A what? It's a Dapper Dan uh, butch wax. Just a little bit of it. And I have Marilyn or one of my other mistresses apply it uh, with a little dabble of uh, pussy juice. And uh, uh, now, why do you have to make this? Show? Now I got to throw the whole show out. And just if it's a special occasion, I like to have. Uh, I also like to apply to my hair uh, a couple of rifle bullets, one from the front and now what? Uh, See, one no, from, one bye. From, one You're done the, on my show. Cut his wait. mic off. Cut uh, his mic off. We don't right do now. that shit. Cut his uh, mic off. Boom. Boom. We don't do that humor here. Maybe you uh. want to be edgy with your friends. Well, it's, uh, why do you have to make a joke about it? There's enough to make jokes wow. about. Wow. wow. President wow. Kennedy was way over the line. Well, I mean, just to be crazy to be crazy. We don't do that around here. I know you're a comedy store guy. And that was <laughs> guy was so bad. I'm, a, I'm, I'm known to be a comedy store guy. Hey James, what? Let me ask you a question. Hey, you know what I do? I like to do at a comedy store. I go on stage and I fucking fight a guy, and, <laughs> and then I and then I go on the internet and say, "Hey, why isn't everybody funny like me?" <laughs> Would you do me a favor? What do you want? I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Would you do me talking about what comedy clubs should do? <laughs> just you know, I'll give you a few. And now we'll get that out of the way. Honestly, and I this is and really get Honestly, into it. there's some clubs that do it right. There's some clubs that do it fucking right. Like the comedy ad. Can I be you the and comedy I comedy Can I do Indiana, you in Indiana? I don't care about this stuff. <laughs> there's a comedy club in Indiana, the comedy attic, and they do it right. They fucking do it right. They go in, I go in and I say, you know what? The audience that bought tickets for the 8 o'clock, send them all home. Don't give them a refund. <laughs> send them all home. That's not even based on I anything do it. I, I do. do it. If I don't like the energy in the room, I go through and I send them out. And if they don't move fast enough, I slap them in their fucking face. <laughs> and then for the 10 o'clock, I manually change all the light bulbs. And if, and if somebody, honestly, seriously... Nine out of ten times, if a comedy club does this, they turn their business around. I take the guy who runs the soundboard, <laughs> and I throw him out of the second-story balcony. <laughs> Jared from the Comedy Attic will tell oh, you yeah. that's oh, yeah. how I you run him. a club. I, oh, I love him. I threw him off the second-story balcony, and he thanked me for it. And guess what? The next show was sold out. <laughs> 
By the way, Jared from Minneapolis, from uh, from uh, from Bloomington. I love him. He is the no one. People should want the gold star in comedy, and that's how you run a club. Here's my and impression you, of Jared from from he's Bloomington. He's great. He's cr yeah. Guess what? He's crazy. Like a good comedian is crazy. We're I all know, fucking crazy. What's crazy? What's so crazy? <laughs> I just said I'm watching Notre Dame during your show. So what? So that's what? Right. Exactly. So what? You it, know what? He can do anything you he know wants. What, what are your favorite five movies, Todd? Me? What are your favorite I'm five movies? I'm defending Jared, though. Yeah, but what are your five favorite movies? Oh, okay. Uh, I like, I'll tell you the truth, I'm embarrassed, Jared, because I, I probably won't be able to Just think Just say it! it. Oh. Just say it! <laughs> okay, so I like... Um... By the way, this conversation's happening while the opening's on stage. Okay, okay, and we're in the green room? And we're loud! Okay. <laughs> okay, so I don't believe that. See, he wouldn't be loud. He wouldn't be loud during the show. I'm See, telling you. See, that's what I... Been saying, what are your favorite five movies? Okay, yeah, did not, Jared. I got your back. I hope someone tells you to listen to this because you know I'm listening. I'm right here uh, doing okay, it with hi. you. Okay, so my favorite. I okay. Oh, I feel it's a lot of pressure, but uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon, that's wrong. Okay, now I knew you were gonna say that. Wrong. Why, why I asked and why, wrong. What do you mean wrong? How's the greatest there? movie is the Pink Floyd concert okay. movie. What's your favorite memory? What's your favorite memory? My Jared? favorite. What my favorite? Obviously, memory. What's my your favorite, favorite memory? Movie is Candied Apple. Wrong. Wrong. I could do the same thing to you. You can't wrong somebody. But somewhere. you're actually right. That memory of mine was wrong. It blows my exactly. mind. Exactly. That's how he tricked you. That's uh, uh, that's Jared from. Do you, does he know you do him? Yeah, but he doesn't. Li nobody likes it. You're the only one that likes it. Any of it. Well, because I think I'm you a very have, unpopular guy. You love him. You have great respect for him, don't you? I have great respect. I have a so, little. So it comes I from a place of love. I masturbate to his picture. No, why do you have to? <laughs> I'm telling you, it should mean something. When I give that compliment, it means that. You are judged on how you present comedy. And if 10's the best, 7's cool. 7's a respected fucking club. Can I tell you a but story? But he's a 10. He's, no, he's a great. 10. Can I tell you a story about He can that? do anything he wants. He can take a shit on your face and I'd punch you in the face if you made him feel uncomfortable he was doing it. Todd, save it for the 11 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> save it for the Saturday 11, baby. Oh, good. I'm sorry. Can I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, I want to sure you can. I want sure to tell you. Can. I Oh, good. You didn't mean to interrupt me. I appreciate that. Don't be rude. I want to tell you a story about uh, uh, the comedy, <laughs> the comedy attic. I love playing there. One time, I was doing a weekend there and uh, headlining. I don't know if you headline the club or not. Oh, but, that's uh, an insult. But I was, uh, I got, po I had an allergic reaction to something in the daytime uh, for the. Uh, I think I forget it was a Friday. I think it was a Friday show. I got an allergic reaction to something in a hotel room. And I come to do the show at eight o'clock at the club, and it's starting. I can't. It's starting to like swell my lip up, and I keep. I do the show. I do the show, and then afterwards, I'm like, guys, I'm having an allergic reaction, and then, and then it really gets bad for the second show. Wow! And it's a ten o'clock show, and by this time, like my throat is starting to swell up, my eyes are puffy. It's visible. It's visible, but then it's like ten o'clock. The crowd comes in, and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm like, wait, did you do the show? Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Everybody's here. I'll do a tight 45, and then I'll go to the hospital. Oh, my God. I, and I was literally like, my, my shoulder like this, because I was having a... And it, I was visibly... Visi what, what is wrong with you? Visibly, my face was puffed up, I and I, I came outside. There was no hiding it from the audience. I came out, and I was like... Folks, there's no hiding it. I'm having an allergic reaction to something, but I assure you, it was before I came to the club tonight. There's nothing here that's going to be an allergic reaction to. Okay, I have to ask you this. Oh my God. And give me a real answer. Not one of your, you know, oh, I hide behind my comedy because I don't want to have genuine conversations. You know, Todd Glass, <laughs> that style, that depth. But 
Be honest with me here. Don't look at me in the eye through the through the I can't see you through the eye. There's ah, so much shit. coronavirus splattered on the plastic. Well, I had a guest <laughs> here and they fell apart right in the middle of the show. Um, you're talking about it was Eddie Pepitone and you hit him like a Ghostbuster and he exploded <laughs> like Slimer. <laughs> so what? You're asking me an honest question yeah, about well, my allergic reaction performance. Yes. I'm always, and I'm being truth. This is the truth. Whenever my fear of the allergic reaction is to get to the hospitals quick. When I've thought of, heard stories about people that they swallow up, is afraid that that I won't be able to breathe, and that could happen over a two minute period. And you're on stage, and that two minutes could be the time you have to get to the fucking hospital. Like, how were you not thinking that? Oh, Todd, it was. It well, was why were you so unnecessarily ignoring it? Because I don't know. I was 34 or something, and I thought I could do anything. I, uh, 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 it was also it was it was it was coming on slowly. So it wasn't all of a sudden like a. That's what my ex-wife used to say when she hopped in bed in the middle of the night, tried to give it a. Hold on, hold on. The symbols are broken. I got to screw the Zildjian on to give you a proper <laughs> rim shot. Hold on. I uh, just this had. Guy, to... I told you. Said you were going to bring your drum. You don't have to put it together every time I need a rim yeah, shot. Yeah, but you started recording. Mm. I didn't know. I, I thought didn't know we... you were going to. Most people show up with a drum and they already. Oh, your sticks. Were you whittling them down? Look, from... I could give you a kettle drum. I could give you a kettle drum, uh, drum, drum roll if you want. Is that a rim shot? All right. Listen, I'll tell you what I'd like to do. Boom. How you doing? Are you? Uh... So I got off. Here's the thing about doing a performance with like a puffy face. I never. Ha you don't have to make fun of me. I went to the or fluffy. <laughs> How about that comedian puffy? He's fluffy. I'll be puffy. No one's gonna say <laughs> shit because one of my guys will take him out. Hey, who said? Yeah, you're telling your friend you think Todd Glass can't be puffy? Okay, the last I heard, puffy and fluffy are two different words. Back off! And my gang's a little bigger. Okay, um, go ahead. I got off stage. I, I was, do you know, I'm all puffy. I'm doing a lot of uh, uh, impressions in my act. Okay, you don't have to stage. show off. But uh, no, I'm. They're all puffy-faced versions <laughs> of these. So I try to do a really tight 45-minute headliner set, sitting on the stool instead of at walking around. <laughs> and I was like, "Folks, bear with me. What else is there? Come on, obviously they're." Uh, Everybody sounded. Are they having fun? It sounded. It's probably sounded like a puppet show, but instead of a puppet, there was a guy having an allergic reaction. Yes. Can I tell you what I think it sounds like? And then I got off stage, and they stabbed me with epipens and took me to the hospital. Is that true? Yeah. God damn. I went to the hospital, and you know, hmm. whatever I have stories. Hey, remind me later. I want to talk to you about. There's some holes in this story, <laughs> but just between mm -hmm. me and you. Oh shit! I tell you to turn the intercom off. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, one of my quips. I always have quips in the hospital when I go to the hospital. I go to the hospital a lot, whether it's Ebo no, Ebola or coronavirus or whatever. Um, uh, the doctor leaves the room. I'm, I'm passing out of the hospital. The doctor leaves the room, and the last thing I said before I lost consciousness was. What's he going to do? Go check WebMD? <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, I really roasted him. Well, good. Do they know you what you do, you think? No, they actually billed me for wasting his time. <laughs> Shut up! There's this, there was an extra bill for uh, talking back to the doctor. Um, Todd's on his phone. Todd. No, I'm not. How dare you lie? Todd. Uh, is, uh, is, Todd is Todd Glass still on the line, Mr. No. Glass? Is Mr. Glass still on the line? Let me tell you something. To say I'm on the phone is a lie. We understand uh, you're back on the phone. No, I'm I want to know no, if, we can, if we can give uh, Nikita Khrushchev a tour of your mm. uh, podcast studio to see the uh, glory of American capitalism. Oh, 
Is this Mr. Kennedy? Yes, I apparently I've been talking into a void. Yes, no, I'm here. Mr. I, they Glash. just patched you straight through, so I didn't even know you were on the phone, and I apologize. Well, I picked up the red phone, but some joker here actually made it go to your studio instead of instead of Nikita Khrushchev. Oh, that's cr- wow, that's crazy. I was wondering what type if of uh, hair product you use. <laughs> More importantly, Mr. Glash, I was wondering if we could uh, maybe accelerate. That's the only thing I know. If we could accelerate the space race with against the Soviet Union, perhaps by uh, launching you and your podcast into outer space. In a little satellite. Do you think, uh, of course, cheating with Marilyn Monroe uh, hurt pay your marriage, paid a price for it? I don't think it paid a price, but I think no. obviously no. But no, it's one. You never talk about it. Well, so. I don't talk about it because I wasn't supposed to do it. We should, look. If if you really want to know the truth, why I'm very secretive about it, it was because she was always on top. You understand? Somebody told me that she you would peg me. Of course. All right. Listen. You know what? You said enough. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're going to launch you into space on a satellite to compete with the Russians. Oh, yes. Well, how much will I make? Well, you need to ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, you see. You You know what you should have done? We're we're going to charge you a million bucks. We're going to put you in space. There's enough oxygen for two hours, so you could do two-thirds of one of your podcast episodes. (laughs) Sure, it's my birthday episode. You think I'm shitting around? I got something for you. What? Oh, I'll just uh, hang up on myself. Have yourself a happy little birthday. Oh. Happy birthday, Todd. You don't look a day older than 31. <laughs> <laughs> the age. You don't look at day over. That's you know, Joe. That was appreciated. Don't that melt my heart? I know you might think it's, but it was like, hey, you know, that was sweet. That was, was nice. He has been a bit of a Scrooge this year, and yes, all the years thank you. I didn't want to bring it up. Max brought it up. He said, "What did you say about about uh, uh, Joe about being a Scrooge?" I said, "I don't know. He hasn't given you a single. Th- he hasn't said a single thing to you. He or, hasn't called you a single time. And or and and it's been months since we got a jingle from him or a song." Yeah. 
But anyway, you know that, what I love a, about the Scrooge, the Christmas Carol. What when, do you love when about he turns, him? When he turns around, he's supposed to be a good guy, mm-hmm. and he's learned his lesson. He's gonna not gonna be so selfish anymore. <laughs> he throws the windows open of his mansion, and he just picks up some random street kid, some poor kid on the street, and he goes. You boy, and throws money at him and goes, "Bring me a goose." <laughs> he's still an asshole. Yeah, he's still an asshole because there's a way to give money and help people and, and still give them their dignity. Yeah, don't throw. Now, it if at you're him. giving people money, you can throw it at them. Trust me, throw money at me. I won't give a shit. All right, that's the mentality of a lot of people, right I there. I hope that kid. They have. Shit. They have. I hope logic. that kid shitting his goose. People have bad logic. They have bad logic to go. Yeah, well, if I'm throwing... That's people. That's more people we know. Like, well, I'm giving it to you, so why do I got to be nice? Well, you could do both. It's not against the law. Todd, you're great. I love your show. Uh, Caller, go ahead. You got what to say about the Todd Glass show. You like it or you don't. You got 10 seconds. Um, I can't hear myself over the music. It sounds like uh, Paul Simon is about to start singing. Oh, James. No, my name is Carolyn. Caroline, what do you love about the Todd Glass Show? Well, I like it because I don't understand it. And uh, Are you a regular listener? No, I just found then it. Then why did you call in? Well, I because I saw the number listed on the side of the uh, uh, the, 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 the gin that I drink. I know, but but, but, I, but I'm taking live calls. I figure who's going to... What? Do you, okay, what, 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 what? Thank you for calling. Well, I would just like to uh, urge everybody to... Donate money to the Church of Latter-day Saints. Oh no, we don't. We don't perpetuate that type. The Mormon Church. The Mormon Church. Everything you do is bad. Come join us. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go have some more children. Can you put some reverb in his voice, please? Here we go. Like a bridge over troubled waters. I will. Oh, it's a cute little train. I, I forget about this sometimes, Todd. You have a little train that comes and says hello to you like Mr. Rogers. Oh, hi. Hi, oh. Todd Train. No, you do the voice. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, okay take it sure. Back. All right, recast it. Oh, hi, Mr. Train. How are you today? Hey, Todd. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for stopping by on my birthday. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. Oh, that's okay. Well, I, then... I was just coming to say you're being a little loud. And, <laughs> and I, I, live, I live in the train station next door in the magical land. And I was just trying to take a quick cold nap. <laughs> I'm so ready with my gears to be so nice to uh, Mr. Train that stops by and he has like yeah. friendly advice. He comes by. You're being too loud. <laughs> yes, How, what type of fucking train? What, who wants that whoa, train? Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I bet you're fine whoa. with racism and sexism though. No, I'm you know, not. Yeah. In fact, I hear the things that you say when no one's listening. Okay, and I I'm, hear... I'm... <laughs> oh, look who it is. And, uh, yeah, it's me again. Look, I'm no, trying to... No, it's Mr. Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Duck. Hey, Todd. How are you? I'm doing all right. How you doing? <laughs> well, I got coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. It's, it's, it's too bad. How did you get it? Well. I didn't even know ducks could get it. Well, I live out here in your duck pond. Well, it's not my duck pond. It's just near my house. Well, I would never. Well, it's a bird bath, but I, it's, you well, know. <laughs> 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 yeah, one, one. Be a duck eventually just complains about my house. One bird's well, bath is one duck's pond. Well, I do have, I don't have a bird bath. I do have a pond out front and, and sometimes ducks come by. It's a but, little dirty. 
It's a little no, It's so nature. It's nature. I actually. Time. It's not natural. You think that a duck naturally <laughs> swims in a cement thing that has a? Okay. It's not cement. It's That's got what a little cute. I don't like pit. the way you're painting me to do this. I do not. I did not build a pond in my yard. It's God. It's, the it's, infrastructure it's, of your lifestyle. It's an above the ground pool that you started hanging out at, and I let you. Now you're claiming I'm that. I'm coming to you nicely. I could go to the city. Well, how can you go, go to the city? Do you want me to go to the city? Are you? Listen, I know my rights. I'm got, a duck. You got to listen because you're not listening. <laughs> well, you can do that all you want, but if you're not going to listen to what I have to say, that you're not going to scare me. <laughs> you're not going to scare me, pal. I made a lot of money off of Affleck, and I... <laughs> so he is racist. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. This is a good show. You think people need this? Now, you know, sometimes they go, can, can you send us a soundbite of your show that we'll play on the other podcast that will make people want to listen? Do you think something like that was just good? That si that whistleblowing uh, no, and me and you? Is in that fact, I was here trying to tell you that none of it was good. It was just loud. Oh, you're the same guy. What do you mean? I've been here. You didn't give me an exit or a dismount of well, any kind, Mr. so of course Tra I'm here. Mr. Train, thanks for stopping by. I'm always happy I'm to see you. I'm not going to leave that. Toodaloo. No. Oh, look at him pulling off into the distance already. Look yeah, at him over look, there. He's, <laughs> he's gone far. Ah! Yeah, no, no, yeah. Oh, the train went off the, a mountain. The track's out. Because I put 20 loads of margarine all over ah, it. Why would you have done that to me? Because <laughs> you're not nice. Well, well, I didn't want to hurt it you. Hurts. Oh, well, now that now I feel bad. I Mr. didn't want. Mr. Duck, you're just gonna uh, sit there and flat. <laughs> Look at him with his stupid. I have wheel. a question for you. Which one of us? Uh, the real James Adomian. Can I talk to him? Well, okay, great. All Can right, Can you kids. get him? I know All it's right. not. It's not the best thing to do with a character, right, but if you, you ever in the you ever in the middle of a puppet show and then dad comes along and yanks the puppets off the hands, <laughs> that's what Todd just did. <laughs> Bye, assholes. Okay, now the puppet can there be a puppet that but he plays you but he talks just like you? <laughs> it's like a Charlie Kaufman movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, hi, James. How are you? Well, yeah, he's a sound. No, no, no. I want to go right back to the bit. Are you having a good time? Because I'm having the best time. Well. You know what? Can't you be nice? It's been a bad year. Why do you have a trouble being affectionate, do you think? Well, look. <laughs> with you? No, with anybody. With you? Well, I'll tell you exactly why. Because uh, I got to Warm. Keep, I got to keep six... Look, Todd, it's been... How, how's your year been? Uh, why do you got to butt in? How, how's no, your year my been? My year, it's, it's uh, like probably a lot of people, but I'm doing okay. Yeah. A lot of people probably... Uh, <laughs> A lot of people. What did you? You look mad. No, it's fine. A lot of people uh, listen to your podcast and get loose ideas about the pandemic. They start laughing a little bit too much. They get a little bit silly. They go. Got it. They take their mask down. And they think they go laugh on somebody. Yeah, you don't want to be laughing on people. That's what I tell my audience never to do. Don't ever laugh on somebody. No, in fact, nobody not needs funny. to be laughing anymore. Nobody needs to be laughing anymore. Yeah. So Thank you. I'm going to agree with whatever you say because I like. So you. I think this is this is, what, this is yeah. your year to shine. Shine right. No one needs to be. <laughs> Because finally we need comedy that warms comedy people without too much laughter. Comedy does not have to be funny. By the way, I want to make sure that I don't cross that line. Truth to George Carlin, the new truth, or the, the new, yeah, the new truth to George Carlin, is that I don't want to, um, what are we talking about? Seriously. Coronavirus. No, we're not. What are we talking about? Uh, that Christmas joke that I came up no, with? No, come on. What is your Christmas joke? Burl you Lives bet. Matter. Burl Lives Matter? 
Earl Ives matter? He's doing great work on the soundboard here, Max Beasley. Wow. Now we start the show. That question is his own podcast. Can I ask you? Please, uh, most people. Now he's here. Joe gets very upset if people talk during the show, the songs. I mean, really? Yes. Well, let him come here and tell me to my face. No, no, no. Please let the song breathe. Please right, don't well, talk Joe, over it. Don't Joe, talk over it. If you've got a no. problem, no. Put on, he's going to hate this. Put on a hazmat suit. He's going to come confront this. me to my face. He's going to hate this. Come on. He's going to hate this. Okay, Todd. Well, who are you going to stand with, him or me? Well, I, 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 if I put my love into something, I wouldn't want two people talking over it. So I've done it, but I never, I always regret it. Yeah, but I mean, come on. How good is it? Oh, my God. It's not, like one of those middle period Beatles albums. Let's, let's I hope he hears it, and I hope, you know what I hope he does? He hope he comes to your house and coughs all over you and, and, and hopes that he has the coronavirus. I have, look, he'd be lucky. He'd be lucky to get a chance to cough all over me, pal. Uh, you know what? You Dang. wish. Could you write a song to this beat? Sure I could. Let me hear. Todd Glass Can doesn't I get some know reverb? how to run a show. What? <laughs> he books a guest. He tells him to come. He gives him a drink. He does he it acts like a bum. Todd Glass doesn't know how to run a show. Wow. I love it. It's happy. I don't care. He always interrupts. He never remembers a bit. If you tell him, hey, Todd, you suck, he'll say, I already knew that, you nitwit. Ah, you guessed it, baby. <laughs> My guest is James Adomi and James... What makes you happy? When well, are you at your it's happiest? Been a, it's been a great year for me. Mm, there's your deflection. It's been a great year. When are you at your happiest? Making money. Come on. When are you at your happiest? When I'm at my happiest? Mm-hmm. When I, you know, when I, uh, when, I, when I'm done with something like this. Wow. You know when, what? When the work is over. <laughs> She's so funny. When the work is over, <laughs> I clock out. I clock out and I go, you know you what? You can't this help nice. but be funny. It's great. There's nothing could go wrong when you're around. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, because everything's going to be funny. You, at worst, it's going to be fucking great. No, ah! at worst, it's going to be great, is what I used to say about Eddie Pepitone. When you go to see someone like Eddie Pepitone, that you just love who they are, and they're still work hard at what they do, I think if you go to see Eddie Pepitone, I really do believe this at a live show, at worst, he's going to be great. And I've seen the then, worst. I've seen, <laughs> I love seeing. Be I, Eddie Pepitone at a supermarket telling people that, that it's 15 minutes. They got to leave because it's five right, minutes. All right, folks. No, use your phone. You're at a supermarket. Do we have any super supermarket ambient yeah, yeah. noise? Yeah. You never. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay, you're Eddie Pepitone or are you Freddie Pepitone? Who do you All know? right, folks. This is Eddie. <laughs> I, well, thank you for coming to Albertsons. Folks, it's time to clear up. Anybody who's been here for 15 minutes, it's time to clear out. We've got coronavirus mapping. Everybody move. The cornflakes are contaminated. Now your wife walks in the room. She gives you a look of, member, keep it nice. My wife. My wife works in the loading docks. I've got a bad back. I have bone spurs. This is a Bob and Pop Albertsons. We don't pay the franchise anymore. <laughs> My wife rolls the cornflakes herself. <laughs> she gets raw cornmeal and she 
She rolls cornflakes for you people. We don't have the budget for fancy hand sanitizers. We don't have hand sanitizer, folks. Everybody's been exposed. <laughs> Get out. Get out while you still can. And folks, while you're on your way out, there's an Eddie Pepitone special. There's a Pepitone special on toilet paper. Who could have guessed it? It would all come to this. Oh, my God. You're so... Wow, let let me celebrate how enjoyable it is to have you in this uh, studio. I mean, it's just, I don't take it for granted. My favorite. Shh. All right. He doesn't want to. Take a second to appreciate what we have. Lean on me. I mean, James. When you're not strong. I know how to produce a show. James Adomian, folks, dead at 32. James Adomian, dead at 32. We'll talk about it on the other side. James Adomian, ladies and gentlemen, dead at 32. It's always funny. Ladies and gentlemen, James Adomian, dead at 32. Dead of self, uh, autoerotic self-asphyxiation at the age of 32. You need to borrow no That you won't let show You just call on me, brother If you need a hand We all need somebody to lead on Wow Remember you used to sing CCR? I always enjoyed that You know what I like? Uh, A radio show where they'd have some tragedy like that And be like, we'll talk about it at the other end of the break and they don't have time to get like sad sounding ads. So it's the same thing where it's like. Right, they pay their. Yeah. <laughs> Entertainment Tonight has that same thing. If they go, well, Gregory. Todd Glass, Todd Glass, a beloved uh, comedian, dead at the age of 75. Oh, why we'll, do you have. To- we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we're back from the commercial. Well, you won't get a lemon. I wouldn't have got a lemon. At Toyota of Orange Ball. <laughs> You have to make. I remember when Chris Farley died. I was in high school, and Tom Likas name up, dropper. Tom Likas. I didn't know him, of course. Uh, I didn't I, look. But do I, we have to order our sandwiches? Tom Likas. Tom Likas was on the wrong side of every issue, including the death of Chris Farley. He was like, I don't have any sympathy for a guy oh. who's that rich who can't. You can afford the best drug counseling. I have no sympathy. Oh, just for, <laughs> and and, and it, you know what it is? It's for it's that mean spirited for no reason. Like you know, it's like just that he has to. Oh, can anyway. I tell Let's you? Let's not talk about can Tom. Can I Lakers. tell you about you don't Tom? Have to bring his, don't bring his name up in here. We don't even do impersonations of him anymore. It's time to let that guy die in the dirt. I'm gonna come back to this and put a pin in it, but I'm gonna tell you this about Eddie Pepitone. What about he, him? people? I miss seeing him live at the live shows because there's things he does that you don't see on the specials that don't make it out to the general public. My favorite Pepitone bit from probably last year, 2019, was he goes, (laughs) Hey, will you do it in the microphone like you're on stage? Yeah, sure. But he goes, Okay. And then we can put a little reverb in there, maybe a smidget, and we just picture Eddie on stage. He goes, 
They say if you want to lose weight, folks, you should never eat after 9 p.m. That's what they say. If you want to lose weight, you never eat after 9 p.m. I start eating at 11 p.m. That's when I start eating. Why? Because I'm here doing this for you people. <laughs> this is my dinner time, and I have to wait. You unwashed masses. <laughs> Do Eddie talking about uh, uh, his cats. <laughs> he loves his cats. I have little cats. Oh, look at these little cats, these stupid little cats. They don't understand that the corporations, <laughs> the corporations are running the cat food. Purina, meow mix. There's two corporations. Picture he's on stage at a comedy club. They run club. the entirety. He's on stage at a comedy club. And it's, can but I, everyone's, can I, people are walking out and leaving. Can I set the scene, though, for me? <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. have a hold corporate diet. Shut his fucking mic off. Turn his microphone off, Jack. I'm not kidding around. Max, I don't play around anymore. Turn the microphone off. Now, <laughs> you're on. Listen, this is Morton Downey Jr. Oh, type. Turn. I d- hey, I you, you disgusting. <laughs> you're a disgusting pimp. Turn his mic off, you <laughs> filthy whore. This is Morton Downey Jr. Let me tell you something. You're a filthy whore. Turn his mic off. What a horrible stain to leave on the environment. That that, that persona and that who? Well, they say be, care, be careful who you may pretend to be. But that's all. Anyway, that's not my point. I, people should people should not know his name, and you let no, people but, like this live, and well, that's the I know danger a guy, in a guy like you. I know people you're, piss on his grave. Like you're, they're gonna do to no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I do want to get back to the meat of the issue. I had something. You know what, sandwiches. You know meat of the issue. Sandwiches. Okay, listen up. Listen up. Uh, how are you? Me, I'm fine. Okay, listen, I'm doing. I, no, I, I got to do some cleanup here. I'm doing I, great. It's been a good year. I made a lot of money mm-hmm. because I invested in a company that puts little stickers down on the floor of grocery stores. <laughs> a couple oh. of years ago, I didn't know have any idea it would take off, but what do you know? You know what I like that. There's a little company that puts stickers on the floor of grocery stores, and I made a killing. Made a killing because everybody's got to stand. F- 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 and and is the family business? No, it's not a family. I killed the family. It's mine now. <laughs> it was a family business, but you know. What do you mean? Why do you say good how, timing with you the just thunder? Dr- you just drop it on the show that you killed your family. What's it wasn't that? my family? It was another family. I was an investor. Happy Honda days, by the way. Oh, thank you. Happy Honda days. Uh, CRV to you. Thank you. Let let thank you for a new sponsor to the Todd Glass Show. Happy Honda days. Happy Honda days. We've partnered with our friends at Honda. Happy Honda Days. Happy Honda Days, everybody. It's Happy a real Honda thing. Days. Happy Honda Days. Happy Honda Days. We've partnered with our friends at Honda. Happy Honda Days, days to you. Caller, go ahead and tell your story. How did Honda change your life? Yes, you are. How did Honda change your life? Um, uh, uh, first time, long time. And that is long time caller, first time listener. Uh, long time caller, first time listener. I'm actually offended mildly, and this isn't a big deal, but I thought I'd bring it up. Honda Days is offensive to those of us who celebrate, uh, who celebrate, uh, Acura, Acura. Or Tarot, Tarot. Uh, uh, they celebrate maybe the uh, Toyotathon. We celebrate Toyotathon, and it's a, it's <laughs> offensive. It's offensive that there's no representation. 
Yeah. Then you should have a Toyotathon as well. There's another Honda Let's Days during the holidays. They take their their name of their Happy their, Honda Days and Toyotathon. To oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello, happy Honda Days. Hello. Todd? Yes. Todd? Yes. This Mom. is your aunt. My, oh, hi. You're, I can hear you doing one of your silly voices. I don't. Listen, <laughs> if you're going to call in the show, this is my aunt. Ladies and gentlemen, my aunt, Kathy. You, Hello, you, I'm going to take the effects off my mic. Aunt Kathy. Oh, hi. that, finally, I was. Can you hold on one second, you though? You sound even worse without the effects. Okay, don't be rude. Will you do me a favor? I'm I really want to talk to you. I'm rude. Right, I'm calling to wish my nephew, Todd Glass, I a happy holidays, I and I'm rude. No, he doesn't send hold a card. On, hold on, he stop. doesn't send a gift. You know what? <laughs> I'll be right back. And he walks out. He walks out. I can hear you opening a door. Where is he going? Is there an engineer? Is there an engineer on the line? Where is he? What kind of bullshit is this? I don't want to hear any of this. He has... He has lured in this small audience of weird nerds that no, make songs. They true. make songs for him because they're not laughing, so they make songs to make up for it. <laughs> you have to, listen, now I hear your back. You have to listen, admit no one stop. was laughing, but they heard his song, so they stopped and smiled. Is that what you call comedy? No. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh it God. sounds like Listen, I'm getting more what? laughs than you are. And, and, it sounds and, like I'm getting more laughs than you are. Maybe I should get on stage. You can't even remember my name. Aunt Flo? Yeah, no, that's no. not my no, name. No, Aunt Nancy. Oh, that close? No, but what do you, you mean close? <laughs> I was... Shh, stop. I was, You're already charged too high, I Aunt Nancy. Raised, I'm going to put you on the air. You're I on the raised, air. Oh, oh, I'm on the air. And oh, I'm not... Uh, don't... Have you been drinking? I don't drink. Okay. You so, uh, know I don't drink. I know. I want to check because I don't like people to take advantage sure, of drinking. I have a little splash here and there if well, I wait have a, a cigarette. Second. How's a splash? I don't drink. I drink a dinner. How many splashes? I drink a dinner. How many times do you eat a dinner? I eat dinner. What, what, what is any of your business? I don't drink. <laughs> okay. Your mother died of drinking. Well, I know. That's not exactly true. My mother's fine. And you, then you drove her to drinking. No, my mother's fine and she's actually doing very well and she's very been very positive. She was sober until you would call her. No. <laughs> she was sober. I live next door. I live okay. next door and Aunt I Nance. listened in on all of her phone okay. calls. <laughs> well, that's not, I don't know if you should brag about that. Uh, hold on. Oh, I'm I gonna... live my life. Leave me alone. Listen, I want to talk to you on the phone. Okay, is this a private connection finally? Yes, I don't. I know. We're on the podcast still. Well, mind? that's disrespectful. Well, do you want me to not have it on the podcast? Because I'm not going to lie. I never you. wanted any of this to be on the podcast. Well, then I'm going to have to call you later. You never call. Yes, I do. What no. I no, the only... I call you... Uh, I'll talk you. to you now. Just talk on the air. Be cool. I. What do you mean, be cool? I'm not cool. Bump drive. 
to be. You want me to be cool? Well, I mean, just go with it. Like, we're, we're going to have this conversation. Why can't we have it on the air so people know? I've I... been around too long for cool. All right, B, I, that's a shitty word. I meant B. Just, so what if we talk I about this? I was a bobby socks girl. I well, saw Sinatra it? live. What is that? Oh, what does that mean, a bobby socks girl? That means I threw my... I throw my bobby socks at Sinatra, trying to go and get a, trying to take get a spin with him. <laughs> he was cute. He was cute. What's that sound? That sounds like I'm bad banging idea. the phone into the wall. You okay, would, Aunt Nancy. You would never hear. Aunt Nancy. You. That's not my name. What? You would never hear. Well, okay, listen. You would never hear a radio professional making banging noises like that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. No. You're going to tell me that Ronald no. Reagan and his professional radio career would have stopped and made a slamming noise like that? You think that Rush Limbaugh or Howard Stern stops what they're doing? You can't even run a show. Oh, and Nancy. So, okay, say so what is your you know I have to I know crazy. your name's Nancy. Maybe you, you sometimes you have different names. You 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 have your own biblical names. If did you, you walk inside and look up the uh, did you look up no, the Wikipedia you, articles of your own podcast? No, if you change your own if you change what you prefer to be called, I'm all with it. But you used to be my Aunt Nancy. I changed my last name. Okay, what is your name? What do you want to be called? That's you should already know. I'm not gonna tell you. No, you ne look that you're not right you on this I, one. You think I also forgot my name? No, I think Think that you, you just are trying I, to be argumentative. If you, I, I know, don't try, I don't have. To I try. can go in the house I and get an envelope that you sent me from literally two weeks ago. I dare you! I dare you! <laughs> you says, probably didn't even open it. And it says Aunt Nancy on it from two weeks ago. So I'm saying whatever it is you want to be called, I go for it. I'm not going to cross. Nancy, what am I, Nancy Reagan? So what? If, <laughs> so what do people call? So what would? You, what is your name? Yeah. I I cannot believe that my nephew, at the age of, what are you, 58? Oh, no, gross. I'm Shut up. 58? Shut the fuck up. I've You're gross. You. Don't be a liar. I, I was being generous. What do you mean being, you're being generous? My age you're is my age. Old. You're as old as the Vietnam War. <laughs> you know what? You, why do you, you're lucky that I see through the Aunt Nancy, and that's your name. I don't know why you, you could start up an argument. No, it's not. Then why I'm won't you say, been... what is it then? Oh, uh, suddenly I'm on trial? Yes, because if you tell someone your name, they oh, get your name suddenly wrong. Suddenly I'm on trial. No, well, you I, have to tell me I what... I have never been a member of the Communist Party. Is that what you want from me? When are you at your calmest? What do you mean? What kind of a what kind of aggressive question is that? When you used to pick me up when I was younger, we always have calm, so calm. What kind of out of line question? Aunt is Nancy, that? we used to laugh so hard. Remember we? Stop used to... calling me that. Well, what do you? I, uh, what you won't tell me? Uh, hello, you. You can call me out if you can't remember. You call me. You call me, ma'am or madam or auntie. 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 If you can't remember my name. <laughs> auntie. I hope your <laughs> listeners appreciate that you can't remember my name. Do you think that they're okay? Listen, auntie. Auntie. What? I'm uh, here. Some... <laughs> I reverse the charges. You're paying for it. That's absolutely fine. Listen. Oh, Mr. Moneybag. I know you're not going to take a compliment, but a call from you tonight means the world to me. Like, you're my, you're my, you always believe in me. You I yell at me, but I know you love where, me. Where are you getting this line that I believed in you? 
didn't you go to my show the first time I did stand-up comedy? And I told you you should quit! You did, but I but I did it the next week and you came every... Remember what you said when you did I it? came to get you to try to stop! You hooked... I kept coming... You, you I after you see... hooked up to, with one of the improv troops? I could see the disaster unfolding if they let you get in charge of comedy. Carlin never did bits like you with bands on stage. Carla didn't need trumpets! <laughs> Oh my. I saw Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks was dirty, but at least he was honest. And he wrote his own jokes, unlike you. What? What are you, what, what are you talking about? I wrote my own jokes. What are you talking about? You don't even make any sense. I wrote half your jokes. And for, and for your information, I didn't fuck an improv trope. They came for me. Yeah, that's true. They did. They will. They liked you a lot. I most of them. Right, listen, I interrupt this. I interrupt this. By the way, only because I know I'm doing the right thing. If you're going to interrupt something, you got to have a good reason. We we do this on the air. We I mean we don't have to stop recording, but we're going to order Jersey Mike's. Now you are welcome to get something. Did you're you? Also, uh, we're going to order right now. Right? Did you? Am I right? Did you put her on hold? Am I Todd? way over? What's Todd, that? Are we way over? We're an hour. Oh great, Todd. Did you put her on hold? Yes, I did. I feel a little bad. Is well, she she's, just, she's, does she's, she know she's on hold, or she's just no? She keep, knows she's on hold, or she's gonna keep just. Well, I will pick up in a minute. After, do you want wow. anything from Jersey Mike's? Sure, sure. Well, what do you want? I'd Make it easy. I'd prefer something from Delaware. <laughs> Delaware. <Mike's laughs> oh well, let me see if I can get them to, to deliver. What type of sandwich would you? like? I don't know what the, what's on the menu. You know, they have a they can get Italian sub. I don't want any pork. There's no pork in Italian sub. Why don't we take a minute? And go out. You're right. And figure hey, it out. You know, he's. That's a good idea. Can you take well, a picture? Well, every time I've yeah. come here, Todd's tried to get me pork. <laughs> <laughs> no, you walk in, James. This you walk is so in, much and there's there's a welcome mat in the front. There's a welcome mat in the front of his house, and it says it's got a little piggy on it. And there's a, it's a welcome mat with a little piggy who's getting sliced apart. recording? Ap- he's getting sliced apart. There's a okay. little piggy who's getting sliced apart. Uh, he says, welcome no. to Todd Glass's house. <laughs> and then you walk in. Why do you try to make me this horrible? Why, the, I he, wouldn't think that's funny because it's well, torture you know to an animal. Pe- you know people put like a, like a pineapple or a cherry in a mm, drink? Mm-hmm. He brought me this apple cider with whiskey and it ha- there's a little... P- there's just a little cube of ham in well, there. Well, that's because it's healthy for you. It keeps your arteries It's tradition. Flooded. Yeah, tradition. Grilled cheeses. Um, okay, so... We're gonna take a, we're gonna take a picture and we're gonna uh, you know what we'll listen to this song on the other side. There's many things I wish I didn't do, but I continue learning. I never meant to do those things to you. So I have to say before I go That I just want you to know I found out a reason for me To change who I used to be Not a great version Anyway, how are you? That's Todd. That's why you didn't get the Casey Kasem gig with oh, Todd, yeah. because people would send in songs and be like, "Not a great song." Play that Not again. Not good. Yeah, you know what? He's playing. Play that same song. This again. young band out of Athens, Georgia, should call it quits. It's a beautiful song, but there's many things I 
No, no, no. I couldn't do that. I couldn't break people's heart. I couldn't be a mean judge. You're not. You're not a British cunt like on all the TV shows. Watch your mouth. We don't use that word around here. Maybe you and your dumb community where you're friends and you hang oh, out at the comedy dumb? store. Oh, dumb. Well, you're a comedy That's store. Offensive. That's offensive. That's no. you call me dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say you were dumb. And play it back. You said my community. No, I did not. Play, play it back. Play it back. Play it the fuck play back. The I would back. never call anybody dumb. Cut it's not Mike my, and play back the tape. It's mean spirited. It's mean spirited. It is. No, you know the. The British, there's always the British judge on the shows like the. Uh, no, I don't like that. Well, they're always like, "That was bad." I'll be, I'll be this guy singing and then tell him at the end. Terrifically bad. But I'm gonna end. Hold on, I'm gonna end and then say what that guy would say to this guy. He does it, pours his heart out. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, you be, I thought you were that judge, like okay, in the, you know, judging from the three, you know, the three judges. <laughs> okay, they, sorry, sorry, let's, I didn't understand that. That's okay. Go for it. Let me tell you something. You don't have to worry on this show. You're in good hands. We're like Allstate. And this that's exchange, not just, this exchange was terrific. That was terrific. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Terrifically oh. bad. Okay, well, that's not, that's not a time to play. I get that when they do that on these shows a lot. They'll go, and sorry, we have bad news for you. If staying here is bad news. <laughs> All right, you know what? Please stop that. So you can't say that. You go, oh, you're, uh, so, so what's the problem? <laughs> also, a great career path. If you're, if you're British and can't get famous there, come to America because we're afraid of British people on television. <laughs> so if you're British, you can always just be like, I've been in this business for 22 years. That was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. No one checks to see if it's true. <laughs> no one sees what their path. <laughs> because just no the, one sees their like what their why are they. What's their history? Like maybe if they were a record producer and but you don't ever have to be mean. You don't have to be mean. I think that there should be a reality show where we see who's going to be the next cunty British judge. Why do you? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's all the contestants are like that was bad, and someone's like that was awful. <laughs> Who is America's next British cunt? Why do you need to use that word? Do you think it makes you look cool? Because they do. Because they do. Do they do? Okay. Well, that's all right. You know, that's a different issue. Um, that would be such... You know, I call this... Here's a funny sketch, but I'll never do it because it takes a little work. If you... That would be so fucking funny. That, uh, the, yeah, I need the, a little budget. That would be the easiest thing no, to do. No, you have uh, the, the next... It's a, wait, it's a reality show to get the next... Yes. Judge? Yes. <laughs> We've combed. It's so fucking funny. How do they go about it? Like we've combed uh, Manhattan, Santa okay. Monica, and everywhere else in America that's full of British people to find America's next top British cunt. And then he'll get his own show where he's one of the judges. Well, yeah, it's a panel of three three British. It's Simon Cowell and two others, and then they all the contestants are like, I would also. I would also like to be one of you. Okay, so they want to be one of Are us. Are you bitchy enough? Be the ones in the in the audition process. I'll always be the performer that's Gordon Ramsay. finishing the last note. Okay, so, okay. you know, my way. And when I clap, I mean, that's bad. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that Gordon way. Gordon Ramsay. I'm a chef, but as far as I can tell, that oh. singing was the worst dish I've ever tasted. Well, you, 
I don't know why you think you have to tie it back in the cooking so you're fa- so you can tell people, oh no, that show has like cooking elements about it. I didn't, I'm just not a cook who jams myself into any reality show. So you try to make the tie it in between. Oh, that dish needs to be you know skid, scat doodly skidded out of here. Whatever you got to do, but uh, that singing. The uh, one premise of this program is that the contestants as well as the judges are British. <laughs> oh, hello. And why? 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 Well, I was just trying to be. Why in hell? Terrible is... trite. <laughs> oh, oh, goody, goody. Oh, well, well, uh, he kangaroo, can't do kangaroo. He can't even do it. He can't even no, do it. No, it's hard to do because I can't. It's hard to do. I don't want to do it. I don't even want to do it. I don't give a shit about doing it. I that British accent was mm. bad. But what was worse was your commitment to the bit. I give you zero out of zero stars. And you know what I give zero you? Zero stars were possible, you know what I and give I give you? you zero of them. You know what I give you? I give you zero stars for being so unoriginal with the way you throw people off of here. You notice when the other guys do it, they have a panace about them. Yeah, but you don't. You know why? Because you're flip-flap, flippity-will, and the old bitchy will, and you come on down there, and you, and you, and I'll tell you the truth, it's a whole lot of malarkey, and I'll tell you what else oh, it no. is. Yeah, it's a, it's a brush, brittly, brittly. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, how do they say down there, uh, it's, um, it's Boulder Dash. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, jolly Um, if I might step in, Todd, this is Piers Morgan. Oh, hello. The nicest of the three judges. Yeah. <laughs> also still a cunt, but this is Piers hello, Morgan. Hello, I'm Piers Morgan. Well, I would, I would like to point out that balderdash is the only correct Britishism that was used in your abominable attempt to become the next <laughs> British cut. When you're done coming up with big words, why don't you come up with malarkey, something else? Malarkey is Irish. And your accent sounds like a southern senator from America. You know what yours sounds like? You, which is worse. <laughs> Now, the fact that you can't see the irony that I am the next top British cunt is the, the problem because you're in your own way because you don't like me. But this show isn't about who you like and who you don't like unless you talk to the producers and change the rule. It's it supposed to be a ne- the, the America's next piffy English uh, C word. And then if uh, you don't think I'm that person. Todd, this is Simon Cowell. Oh, hi, Simon. How are you? To say that your audition failed would Uh, be an understatement. Good. I don't care what you think. The real verdict is that it was worse than Kevin Costner's British accent. You're thinner than me, but you look stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to tell Simon Cowell that. Mm. He fell off of a a, a little bicycle or something. Yeah. He fell off of a bike. He fell off a little motorbike. You know, I broke my arm this year. You asked me how I was doing. I broke my arm. Oh, is, is everything okay? Is it healing? No, it's never going to heal. Well, sorry to hear that. I was riding I was riding a bird scooter. Oh, is this true? Yes. Oh, that is true. So uh, I told you about this. Yes. I was. I heard Meltdown Comics was burnt on fire. Is this true? Yes. Okay, it, so I'm going to invest in the story. Yes, it was on fire, and I was like, well, I've been looking for something to do. It's the pandemic, lockdown. I, I, it's a full moon. I wanted to do something. I got on a bird scooter and went over there, took a bunch of pictures at midnight. 
the building wasn't that damaged. It was just a fire. It, but there was wreckage everywhere. Did Chris Hardwick start it or something? Yeah, because he was he, for the insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> like the he, dumb idiot. Like he has anything to do. The with dumb that. idiot thought that the Nerdist would burn down too. <laughs> so then I. Uh, <laughs> Like he would be behind. I got on the same bird scooter and came back home, and I was looking okay. at the full moon. It was no traffic, zero traffic. I was zipping down, and I was like, wow. I was on Fountain. I was like, mm-hmm. what a wonderful experience to be able to ride a scooter with nothing, no traffic. It's, it's almost 1 a.m., and it's a beautiful full moon. And I swear to God, there was not even any tra- cars on the road. I hit either a hole or a rock and just boop. Oh god! Broke my arm, and then I had to go to the hospital during coronavirus, which was <laughs> nerve wracking. Did you know the minute you hit your that you broke it? Probably. Yeah, because I, I. Oh I, god, I, I'm sorry. I'd only had a minor. I'd never badly broken a bone before. Oh, I don't want to break any bones. Well, please God. Here's the thing: once it happens, once it happens, it hurts. But you're like, eh, I can tell this is not going to kill me. I just have to go to the hospital. <laughs> it's and, not what uh, I heard. Well, I no, got I'm to, kidding. It's I different got, severities of bricks. I got to the hospital, and there was five guys who just died from broken bones. Oh, <laughs> now that makes you nervous, right? Yeah, because it was a hey, listen. It was a bad. It was a bad hospital. It was Hollywood Presbyterian. <laughs> no one goes there anymore. <laughs> well, you go half there the, the time. It's a bar. I heard there's cobwebs. <laughs> there's cobwebs. They have an open mic on Tuesdays. Oh, they do. They have an open mic night, which is pretty good because it's a little you know, reckless the, with coronavirus. The mental but patients, they still do it. right? Yeah. But uh, I go up there and I'm like to the security <laughs> guard. I'm like, are there? Co- I was like, are there coronavirus patients in this hospital? And he's like, I'm not allowed to tell you that. That's a HIPAA violation. And I was like, well, I should take extra caution coming in here, right? And he was like, you should always take extra caution. Oh Jesus! I was like, oh, you can't even tell me if there's a coronavirus is in the hospital. You know what I would do if I was a doctor? I wouldn't want to give away the other patients, but I cough in that direction. <laughs> <coughs> you know, just to, they, they, that says yes, but we don't have to say it on record. But I'm going to be honest with you that we do. Hey, do we have any Corona? I go, no, we do not. But all right, go. I had to get tested. Uh-huh. Have you been Have you been tested yet? Yes. I did you get? The I get one? tested every 20 minutes. Oh, here comes the doctor now. <laughs> oh, Todd. <laughs> Todd, you just fart. You just farted it again. No, that was the doctor. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like uh, he's doing a test. You know, I do that little shitty joke right there because sometimes you get two people listening to a show. One likes those type of jokes. Once in a while, you, you give one for the friend that. There's two people listening to the show. One person likes it. They go, yeah. come on, give it a shot. We'll listen to it together. And you go, <laughs> and they're like, I do like this guy. He's great. 90 for me, one for them. Yeah, 90 for me, one for them. That's my new special. I'm going to call my new special that still, Grow. That still leaves nine on the table. <laughs> that is true. Nancy's, my Aunt Nancy's on the phone. <laughs> what? What? Na- I've been- Aunt Nancy, sorry. I didn't know how we got... We, we, Lost touch. We you you di- we lost the line somehow. The worst thing about it was that I had to listen to the show the whole time. Right, please stop yelling, or I'm not gonna. I don't have to take this call. I've been listening Shh. to the elevator. This is as quiet as it gets. You, you turn it down. What if we, you can't handle it, you turn it down. What do you down. do if you're making a prayer at someone's house? What voice do you I use? get, I get my prayer beads out, and I get very angry that they haven't been answered. Okay, so just try to use your, like, you know, you're in church voice. I, I don't go to church. Right, I don't no. have any use for that. You know what you do? You argue over things that you don't hear yourself. Oh, it's my problem. I Look, it's my problem. You, use your inside voice. I live... Use I your live, inside voice. I live through Vietnam. I live through so much in this country. Use your inside voice. I live through the... When New York City was nothing. 
Aunt Nancy. I live through the Beatles. You should give me a medal. I... <laughs> Those guys had no talent. Oh, oh they... Well, okay. Listen, Aunt Nancy, I'm going to hang up because you sound like you're just not in the mood to talk, and I respect that. My name is not Nancy. Okay, you yes. saying that. You know what? It's Nancy to me. It's... Oh. Well, if you can oh, tell well, me what it is. Well, then maybe I'll just have to write you out of my will. Maybe you won't get to see all the nice treasures that I collected. I was gonna. You know leave. what? No. If I, if you, if you are the type of person that wants me not to have something, then no. You can give my portion to somebody else. I would love to have it. it would what make... do you mean? This was the hammer that I was holding over your head. This was the thing that you had to want, and it keeps me on the line longer. You can't just wiggle out of it. You can't. If you don't want it, I will leave it to you. And if you don't, if you do want it, then I won't. I have a large estate. Ah! How will she find out? You're not. How even, will you find out? You're not even curious. Well, I have ways, and I have very good lawyers and several. Now, you lawyers can't predict what someone. I have codicils. Do you know what codicils no, are? No, I don't. What is that? They're corollaries to your last will to make people jump through hoops. Sounds nice. Just like the TV show and the movie where you have to go prove that you're a good person or some bullshit. When, when I was little, you had you were married. Whatever happened, that guy, I never asked you whatever happened to him. He was so nice. Oh, oh, you're talking about Sam? Sam, yeah. Sam was tall. He was handsome. How long were you married to him? We were married for four years, four months, and four hours. Oh. <laughs> and then what happened? He's still, he's still around, right? No. Oh, sure. I, no, knew, he, I knew he wouldn't be. No, he, no, he's dead. Oh, he's, how did he die? He died in 1972. Oh. He died in 1972. How did he die? Well, he was part, you, I shouldn't say this. No, go ahead. What? I shouldn't say this. I know too much. Well, then you don't, you don't have but to say I it. But I guess I'm near the end of my life. Well, you're, you're only 64. Who cares anyway? Well, I'll die when I want to die. Don't tell me. Well, I'm being nice. I don't think you're going to die. Sam was involved in the Watergate break-in. And he was one of the only people that died. You can't just say that if you don't have any, you know, some... You've... He was my husband. So that doesn't mean... We went on vacation in Washington, D.C. And How he... do... He told me to go to the Lincoln Memorial. I went there and he ditched me. Is it true that you used to go to the the improv that's there to see comedy back then? When they you... didn't have comedy back. You know what comedy back then was? It what? was the Rat Pack. Oh, they were oh they were the only... <laughs> There was no such thing. Well, there, there was, was Lenny Bob Bruce. Bob Hope, Lenny the... Bruce. Let me tell you something. Jack Benny. Bob Hope. One thing you everybody knows about Bob Hope is that he was as funny as it gets. <laughs> 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 no one's ever been as funny as Bob Hope. You is that know, what you're saying? You know why Bob Hope... No one's ever been as funny as Bob Hope. No one's ever been as... You know why he, he did was, it for you? He did it, and I came to visit. I, You know mm. I don't like California. No, I know. I came out there in the 80s just mm -hmm. to see Bob Hope's house in Burbank. <laughs> I took the train. I took the train out from Philadelphia. I was living... Actually, I was living... We were living in Trenton. <laughs> we were living in Trenton at the time. I took okay. the Amtrak out. Yeah, you to see Bob Hope's house. We went to see Bob Hope's house. Was and it I, amazing? I kept ringing the doorbell, ringing well. the doorbell. He wouldn't let me see the inside. <laughs> but you know why he was funny? Because he never let the Japanese live down the attack on Pearl Harbor. 
He was very mean. Some people would call him racist. I think they asked for it. <laughs> well, listen, I, 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 I'm not sure. Why I don't... don't you do humor like that? You could pick up golf. Well, because that's not my style. You could get a little mean. Why can't you get a little sad? I, what do you mean? I get. I don't. I need to get mean. I don't feel that is an expression that I need to express. Why don't you find some girls? And get in a movie with them and start... And no, you're, start you're, you're just seeing things the way they... Start you first. leering at them. Start leering at them. That's real <laughs> so loud. So why should I have to... <laughs> Make, do a movie where you're auditioning girls for some kind of dance troupe and you're poking them. You're poking them and lifting their dress up. What's wrong with that? That's real humor. And if you think you hit a dead end... If you think you hit a dead end, you get a little... You have a little short list of acceptable minority groups to attack. All right, That's well, the way they used to no, do I don't it do that. in Bob Hope's time. Yeah, well, does that sound like it? I don't need to go back then. Can I tell you something else, Aunt uh, Nancy? And you know, oh, 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 now it's your turn? Maybe. People always say... What could you possibly tell well, me I'm gonna that tell I don't you. already know? Maybe you're going to agree with me. Maybe you're not. But, you know... People, I have talked about this before, but this is from a different perspective. People say, oh, let's go back then. You know what? In a joking way, I wouldn't want to go back to. Back when haagen was such a big deal. You're probably too young to remember it. But there was a period when everyone talked about haagen How boring did ice cream have to be where haagen I'm not saying it's a bad ice cream, and I'll eat haagen and it's good. But it's not like, it's, back then, haagen Haagen-Dazs. Now yeah. I want to go shut the fuck up about haagen It's not it's fucking okay. Oh, boy. But oh, back boy. In the, what is he going on about I'm ice saying, cream? But for? this is like back in 78, 79, all people did was fucking talk about haagen So let them have their ice cream. Give yeah, them everything that bothers you. You used to eat ice cream sandwiches. I didn't say about, I didn't. That wasn't the point of the story. The point is you're judgmental about people's ice cream. You're judgmental. I'm not judgmental. I just know you're wrong. Do you, what is... <laughs> what do you... Can why I tell do you, you... Why do you... You're, you want to part ways and never you, talk again? Are you... Do, are you doing written material on me about Hagen Dazs? No. Well, good. <laughs> well, good because it sounds like that was a bit that got. <laughs> it sounds like that was a bit that was cut out of one of your specials. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was something that I thought about honestly today. Honestly, that's the truth. Oh, great! You have topical material about well, I tried an, ice, to work an ice cream store that's been driven out of business. I tried to work oh, it in to, oh, to this bit. Brave. I tried to work it in this bit, but you're right. You caught me. You're like, Todd oh, Glass. that sounds like a prepared material. Todd Glass punching down at an ice cream brand that doesn't even exist anymore. No, yes, it doesn't. Oh. Why didn't your relationship? What happened with your they, relationship? All of their stores have been closed. Are They've been driven to the freezer aisle of the grocery store. Are you still friends with your... You uh, can only see them at Kroger now. Good job punching down at Haagen-Dazs <laughs> Todd Glass. Have you dated anybody lately? Sure, I'm around. What do you mean you're around? I'm around. It's my business. Listen, i got to go back to my show, but... I, oh, you've got to get back. Oh, we, oh, well, how about this? I've got to get back to my show. A lot of people... Okay, well, let me tell the backstory since it is the holiday show. A lot of people don't know this, but my Aunt Nancy once had a golden retriever and he started choking and my Aunt Nancy saved him. And ever since then, we have a strange connection. My golden retriever was 13 at the time and went on to live five year, more years after that. And Aunt Nancy saved him by giving him mouth-to-mouth uh, resuscitation. And, and uh, I've always had a special place in my heart for you. 
Yeah, but look, he tried to give me tongue. I said, no, no way, Jose. Why do you have to grow? I said, no way, Jose. You know the problem with you, and I never mind. Let's just say goodbye. My name is not Nancy. Yes, it is. It, it's, look, it's either Carol or Sally. I don't remember. Okay, I'll call you Carol or <laughs> Sally. Why do you want Carol or Sally? You like the I name? think my name is Carol, but I'm not sure. Okay, but if I call you Sally Carol? Well, Nancy, that was, Nancy Sally Carroll. You know, that was your great-grandmother's name. Nancy Sally Carroll? That was your great-grandmother's Wait, name. Nancy Sally Carroll. Yes, that was my grandmother. Was she have a, a clothing store or something? No. Then what did she do for a living? She used to sell barrels. Barrels? She used to sell barrels for the people that sold apples back when people did real work before well, podcasts. What do you mean people did real work? She sold barrels. She made the hoops out of iron herself. And you know what? She was so committed to her job, she passed away. <laughs> she passed away rolling over the Niagara Falls. <laughs> and you've never even been there to throw flowers down the waterfall. <laughs> Yeah, I'm he here. cut me off. No, no one cut he you cut off. He cut me off. Nobody cut you off. Oh, I, I was giving you an easy out. Oh. Oh, my God. Hello? Hello? No, cut her off. Hello? Cut her off, seriously. Hello? Well, I guess we just better write him out of the will, then. <laughs> I guess we have to write him out of the will. That's what I'm supposed to kiss your ass about for a stamp collection? Well, you didn't hang up on me. No, of course I didn't. I'm not going to hang up on you. Can we put him, can we turn his mic on? His oh, it's been off the no, whole the time. Cell, no, no, the phone. Turn the phone on. You mean I was doing, you mean I was giving you content that you weren't even, how is it even people are supposed to hear you? They heard stupid. you through your regular mic. But I want you to talk into your phone, Aunt Nancy. It's not Nancy. Yes, it is. It's not Nancy. Oh, and Sally. You're Sally Je You're Whoa, a chowderhead. Sally that is low. You know what you need to do? You're a, and you know what? You need to. You're a can of molasses, too. You, you're, you know what you are? You're a, you're a, a applesauce and Mary. You know what? You're like the girl, you're like the, you're like the girl in the old ads, the sunblock girl with the dog pulling down her panties, except no dog would want to pull down your panties. You're like a nagging pile of shit. <laughs> You're you're like the girl on the front of the Morton Salt. Did you know I was the I was the I was the Morton Salt girl, and they took the campaign away. I from did me. know that, but you had it for eight years. I had it for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and weren't you thirty-two when you got it? You airbrushing one of they your pictures. Said, they said. They said I was. Too, they too. said I had become too old for the front of the salt. <laughs> For the front of the salt shaker. That's true. <laughs> but you made a lot of money. Because I was holding, I they made me hold the same umbrella the whole time with salt raining down on me. You, 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 I was holding it. You said you got a little uh, arthritis from that. You sued them, right? I sued them, friend. You know all I, you, you know won? what I won? I won bags and bags of salt. How many bags? If you don't mind if I ask. Well, I don't have them anymore. You want me to count salt? No. Did, not did here? they send you? Was it ten or was it a hundred? It was in. They sent me. A whole truck full of salt. <laughs> it 
If you remember, you never had to buy salt when you were a child. Were you grateful? You're of right. I always not. wondered that because remember, I used, to go, I used to go to my mom. Mommy, mommy, we need salt. She go, no, we got plenty of salt. Listen. And you can thank your Aunt Carol and or Sally for that. How long until our sandwiches get here? Uh, 15. Why didn't I get a sandwich? You did. You know what? I'm tired of hearing Wait, myself. And you know what? I didn't get you a sandwich. I'm sorry. Well, let's get you. No, we got you one. You know what? What? I'm starting to lose my voice, and that means I've got to go to sleep because I've got, I've got a full day of 50 phone calls tomorrow. No, right. well, it's always good talking to you. I call the mayor. I call everybody in the city council. Shh. I call Amtrak. Shh. Stop yelling. You're free. You're so. I call Amtrak Shh. and I complain Shh. that there's not a direct train to Burbank. Shh. Stop. You know what? No. You can go F yourself. No, what? No, why mean spirited like that? You can that? go F yourself. No. Come on. No one loves you like me, Aunt Mary. You're a chowder. You've never said you're, anything you're, good to me. And I did too. I love you. You always, you forget my name. No. You always make me call you. That's not true. And you hold me up to ridicule on your show. Well, you sometimes you, you ridicule yourself, actually. What do you mean? I, you think, what, what is? Well, you have a, you're yelling, and, and the fact that I see something... This is who I am! Oh, God. Oh, that, oh, oh, my very voice is offensive no, to you? No, your, your tone. Oh, it's my tone. Well, it's not natural. You're bringing it on. It's not like I'm making fun of your voice. I'm making well, fun Bob, of... Your, this tone is not given to you by nature. If you, you were a passenger in my Uber, I would kick you out after one block. Well, I wouldn't say anything to you. <laughs> I wouldn't get... Why would you kick me out? I'd probably be very polite and mind my own business. No, knowing you, you'd start mouthing off about make a left, make a right. No, here. I don't know. No, I that's don't not take true. any... Well, I, I can tell you I've never done that, so I when don't... When I drive an Uber... I don't take any notes from anybody about which way to get somewhere. Well, except what they put into the system. I don't pay attention to the system. I know the city. Well, yeah, but what if they say take me somewhere? I know the city, and if I get lost, I drop them off at the station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. James, I'll tell you how I'd like to close the show today. Okay, fuck you. I love you. Come on, Aunt Nancy. It's probably Carol. Hi, oh, Carol. Aunt Carol. Bye, Aunt Carol. Would you sing us a song? As we, like, we could go to close. Pick a song. We'll find it off the internet. Hopefully, it'll sound pretty good. You know, we'll, we'll have some, For my birthday. It is my birthday. Happy birthday, Todd. Well, let me tell you something. I don't You're like to make 75 years old. Is there a birthday song for me? By the way, yeah. how did you get that without me knowing? Secrets. I love it. That, let me, I'm glad I pointed that out. It was so exciting because I get all the songs and then me and Max put the board together. I didn't know there was anything for my birthday, so that really was a treat. Thank you, Joe. I've got a, I've got a, birth, I've got a birthday song for Todd. Let's do the other one. i got a birthday song for Todd. You do? Did you play uh, A Night on Bald Mountain? I wrote, I wrote a little birthday song Did for you. Re- do you really want him to get it ready? Yeah, if you can. If you could just play it. And okay. I'll, there's some lyrics that go over it that are special lyrics for you. I changed the lyrics no. a little bit. Do you mind if I, since we're going to close and we have Jersey Mike's on the way, do you ever hear that plays Milk? They have like really good desserts. No, I wanted to order dessert. Do you have any for almond them, milk? But somebody would have to order it, and I don't. You know, I, I'm I'm I can't, I'm too high to order it. Let's wait Aww. till after the show. Oh, yeah, you're right. He's, oh, of course, of he's course. fishing for dessert on his birthday. Here's the song. Happy birthday, Todd. Thank you. You're gonna do this one, then I'm gonna pick one. Happy birthday. 
Can you put some reverb in his? Todd Glass. Birthday, birthday. Todd Glass. Birthday, birthday. He'll be dead soon. Aren't you happy I made you this birthday song? Thank you. Happy birthday! Do you care? Do you care? Listen, so I'd like to pick a song. Is there a Christmas song maybe you'd want to do? Like, what's a song you know? You could be any song. I uh, I Are love real? I love a lot of Christmas songs. You do? Sure. How about Jingle Bell Rock? No, not that one. Well, pick a one you like. <laughs> pick a one you like. Did you have fun on this show? Yes, I on did. On a scale from 9 to 10, how much fun do you think you had? Uh, seven. Hey, can I tell you something? Of course. Do you want to tell? Yes. Um. So you know our friend Tom Likas? Yes. Our friend Tom Likas. He's not my friend. I don't like him. You don't like Tom Likas? He, I almost put it in my name. You have to li- like Likas. <laughs> uh, he has me, had me blocked on Twitter for a long time because he knows about my impression. But then he was talking shit about Armenian people because obviously he knows. I mean, he's trying to get at me probably. But to, Todd Glass, I looked up what he had said about me after blocking me. And the, he's mentioned me twice, and both times were so stupid. I love somebody. This. Somebody told him on Twitter, and by the way, he has four thousand followers, which is not a lot of followers for a famous guy. Like right, Tom right. Marcus. You're clearing that up. It's, it's, I, some people have, uh, you know, it's, it's it's just for that for someone. That, well, you know, it shows when you try to be like do what he does, you fall. You, you, when he's, those people fall, they fall hard. He's not as big as he was in the '90s. He's a shock jock, and now it's over. And he's just basically got like holding on a few thousand fans left. So somebody had said, "Oh, Tom Likas, ha ha ha! I heard about you from James Domian, and he has like way more followers than you. You only have four thousand followers." And Tom Likas goes, "Well, if Adolf Hitler was on Twitter, he'd probably have more followers than me too." <laughs> So you think I should be impressed by James Adobian? So he compared me to Hitler because I have more wow. followers than him on Twitter. Yeah. And then the other thing he said was somebody was like, hey, Tom, uh, I know about you from James Adobian's impression. You suck. And he goes, if anybody. Oh, and he goes, they, they had said, like, you suck dick. And if he goes, he goes, if anybody knows about getting their dick sucked, it's James Adobian. Oh. <laughs> like, and I'm like, wait a minute. You're trying to make a gay joke about me. But also, you don't make jokes about people saying that they get blowjobs. Right. <laughs> oh, I know it. The way he had said it was, if there's anybody who knows about getting blown, it's James Adomian. I'm like, that's not an insult. That makes you cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> unless you, unless the joke is that that would be non-masculine or non, not anything like, oh, you blow other guys, so you're lesser than. No. That's the only reason that's. He's so old and out right. of it that he doesn't know how to insult people anymore. Yes. But here's the best thing. He was talking shit about Armenians. Now, Armenians got attacked this fall by Azerbaijan and Turkey. It was a bad war. I went there. I saw it. Tom Likas, of all people, because the Armenians are protesting in L.A., he goes online and goes, let me tell you something. The Armenians need to know. Nobody cares about your Armenian genocide. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I... 
I was almost happy because if you want to have an enemy, it's Tom Likas. And it like if you know if Tom Likas weighs in on one side of a debate or the other, you know that that's the bad guys. So he right. was like, the Armenians need to shut up about all the problems that they're having because nobody cares. What a, what a, do you care? He's like a, a, a negative, just a blob. I saw him at LAX once. I don't mean his weight either. I shouldn't. I could describe him. I better. saw him at LAX once. No, you could say. No, it's not what I don't. It's, you know what someone said? Are you mad at him because of his weight? And the answer is no. It has nothing to do with it. So then don't use it when you're criticizing. Criticize about what makes you He's upset got about the person. His, you could be funny and witty attitude, and do it that way His attitude has contributed to an overall broken humanity. And uh, I, saw him right. at, I saw him at LAX one time. And I regret not saying something because I saw him and I knew. I know pictures of Tom Likas. I'm like, that's Tom Likas. But you know how when you see celebrities, they look they don't look exactly the same yeah. as they are in the pictures. And there was a little doubt. So I didn't go up to him and go. Why? What would you have said? Because I thought it would be embarrassing to go up to someone and be like, are you Tom Likas? And have them go, no, how dare you? <laughs> I was like, I can't. What? Like. There's a 5% chance that it's not Tom, Tom Likas. And I can't just go up to someone and be like, hey, are you Tom Likas? No, I'm just a severely ill man. <laughs> Shut up. Food's here, Todd. It is. Food's here. Wow. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. There was a Scooby-Doo sound, and Todd Glass broke through the uh, wooden door. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Shut up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make our lives easy. Can I this say, was so much fun. Can I say in We're all gonna, seriousness to we, your listeners? Okay, it's here. Oh, so we can. It's on the front porch, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we can. Oh, good. The up. raccoons got it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something in all seriousness. Yes. Uh, yes. I, we can go to close now. With we will close. I just have something to say. Uh, mm -hmm. Armenia was attacked. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people lost their lives. A lot of children lost their lives. I went to Armenia. I personally saw uh, people affected by the war on Artsakh, and I was giving the money, trying to find ways I can help and stuff. And the best way right now, if you're listening to this, probably in America, maybe somewhere else, uh, if you can, during this holiday season, send some money to some Armenian charities. One of them is armeniafund.org. And I think it's that, Armenia Fund. And the other one is uh, uh, the Children of Armenia Fund, which is coaf.org. Um, let me make sure that that's right. Uh, hold on. Awesome. Hold on. Cut this out. I want to no. sound like I know what I'm saying. No, no, no. Because we're, the the we're not cutting Turkish, anything out. Turkish trolls. You know, we're not cutting it out. Turkish though. trolls actually spoof the Armenia Fund if you get the address even a little bit wrong. Okay, yeah. Armeniafund.org, and then of course there's the Children of Armenia Fund, which is coaf.org, and uh, it is very sad. Like young people, a lot of young artists were drafted, and some of them lost their lives and stuff. It's a very talented country, and so uh, uh, they didn't deserve this, and it really affected the country very badly. If you can help, please do. And uh, yeah. hey, yeah, if, no, if nothing else, you can really stick it to Tom Likas. You know, it's by <laughs> giving to the Armenians. I um, there's enough empathy to go around. That's why I always say, like, uh, anytime you, uh, you know, because you, you know, uh, I was talking to. Uh, Aaron Simon about that about you being over there and I was like and I go I didn't even know that he goes well when you talk to him don't you guys talk about it 
I was like, no. I said, I guess we'll talk about it on the show. But then we get home, we start doing bits, and the next thing you know, we always start doing bits. Yeah. So you went, you went over there, and and I know our food's here, but it's all right. We we, it's, <laughs> it's, it's my show, so I can you know, um, uh, you uh, was it? Were you also scared a little bit? Uh, I was more the the, the war was. Uh, I had planned to go there before I knew the war was going to be over. Um, I was going to try to help. Uh, and what did you do? Like, did you sleep? Where did you sleep? Not, uh, oh, I had a hotel. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, I don't know if you stayed in used to, you know hostels or. No, I was in the main capital city, Yerevan. <clears throat> I was more. Did you have a suite? No. Okay, I want to make sure. He goes, oh, I got room service every day, and I slept <laughs> in till six, and then I went outside. I lit a candle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was meeting with various charities, figuring out how I could help, and uh, how Americans can help, and. Um, I, Did you uh, see Ellen DeGeneres while you were I was there? more worried about coronavirus than I was about the war affecting me directly because it's a major city, Yerevan, and for if the Turks had attacked Yerevan, it would have been a nuclear war. Right. Um, so It's a hard time because it's always hard to go over and help other people. Now you have this other fear on top of it. That's why probably it needs... That's why it was so nasty that the Turks attacked during the coronavirus and pandemic because... It was deliberately done because they knew that the world wouldn't pay attention and wouldn't help. Oh man! You know, but Todd. But Todd, um, there's like I had a, actually. I this, you'll love hearing this. I the last day I was there, I had a couple of fans in Armenia. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and see, they, that's the internet. I had a couple of fans who reached out, and I I was very careful because you know sometimes you don't know who these people are in general on the internet. So they're like, "Hey, I see that you're in Armenia. We'd love to come see you, take a picture, and uh, give you a gift." And uh, I was like, "You know what? All right, come meet me in the lobby of the hotel. I'm about to leave town." And uh, they came over, two young artists, 24 ish, uh, young creative artists, and they were they listened to podcasts. They had uh, w- the girl had a Rick and Morty T-shirt. I took a picture with them. It was so cool to oh, meet I them. I love that. They gave me uh, <clears throat> they gave me a really cool necklace that's a model of the ancient three thousand year old Armenian solar system that I'm wearing now. And uh, it was so nice to see this young generation of Armenians not broken by the war, inspired, still creative, still sharing. Uh, like uh, we had some laughs there. They were talk- telling me some of my f- the favorite moments of stuff that I've done. Not to brag, but you know, I felt very, very happy that the work I'd done had gotten halfway around the world. And I was so I was humbled and I was gra- grateful. And then I asked them, like, "Hey, have you heard me on the Todd Glass show?" And they said, "Who's Todd Glass?" <laughs> now, why? <laughs> you take so- a beautiful story. You know what you need to do? Grow up. <laughs> he needs to grow up. Grow up. <laughs> grow up. Yeah, James Adomian needs to grow up, everybody. You know who needs to huh? grow up? Turkey needs to grow up. Yeah, grow up, Turkey. Grow up. Grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up. Grow up. You need to grow up, James. Hey, grow up, pal. Need, some people need to grow up, James. We have sandwiches waiting. You know what we need to do? Grow up. Grow up. To deserve these sandwiches. I wish I knew someone that I could text right now to come steal them as a prank. Uh, you know I? what? People that steal sandwiches should grow up. Grow up. Buy your own sandwich. Buy your own sandwich. You don't steal somebody else's. 
James Adomi, ladies and gentlemen. That's Don't be like Todd Glass and wait till you're 75 to grow up. It's you I like It's not the things you wear Not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you but it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like It's you I Misfit Toys.